Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons of news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, Biden is in Philadelphia this week, this day, talking about the right to vote. That alone just triggers me. They're talking about it on Fox. They're talking about the right to vote. Like as if we are, it's, this is the battle of like the suffragettes. The right to vote <laughs> is universal. The process by which we verify who has the right to vote and facilitate rather than obstruct that voting is at issue. And for me, they obviously want something else because what they're calling in, insanely egregious and all this is like splitting hairs, in my opinion, or it's at least minor. And it's certainly I will say this. I'll come out absolutely strongly and say this over and over and over again. In the mainstream media, it talks about state level election laws being a reaction to false claims of election irregularities in November 2020. And A, those claims are not false. And B, the proposed legislation is, from what I can tell, not a response, especially in Georgia, which was the first big law that got this kind of coverage. It is not a response to the actual election issues in Georgia. So if you want to know more about that, every Saturday, we talk to our old friend, election integrity activist Garland Favrito, who is a voter GA. He and his fellow activists are the ones pursuing this the successful case in Fulton County right now that that can't help but hit the national news. So I totally disagree with this entire narrative, but it had come on so strong today because Biden had his big speech. Yeah, I believe Biden was one of the original suffragettes, if I recall correctly. <laughs> and there is an aggressive attempt to railroad this Georgia election audit and other election audits. And every news story, it doesn't matter what you're looking at yesterday and today, you're getting hit with some form of voter protection, voter propaganda. And it all started with Biden's speech yesterday. I'll give you just a quick summation of what this is what the White House calls called his speech yesterday. Biden's remarks on protecting the sacred constitutional right to vote. So that's how they framed the message that he delivered. And here's the gist of his speech. Our nation is under attack. In fact, our democracy is facing its most significant test since the Civil War. That's what he said. And then he followed that up by saying that's not hyperbole. So it's not hyperbole <laughs> that we're facing our most significant test since the Civil War. Really? Okay. Like the segregation and civil rights stuff? He thinks this is more important than that? That's Desegregating the South? <laughs> not hyperbole. He made sure to emphasize Rosa that. Parks? Okay. And what he was referring to as a tax is he's referring to the January 6th, quote, insurrection, the various election challenges going on across the country, including Georgia and the new voting laws in states like Georgia and Texas, which he says those are attacks on the right to vote. But he clumps all of these together under the umbrella of the big lie. So the January 6th, quote, insurrection, big lie, the new voting laws, the big lie. The challenges to the election going on, the legal challenges, the big lie. And after labeling all those under the big lie, he then said 
He took a sacred oath to defend America against threats to both foreign and domestic terrorism, emphasizing the domestic terrorism part of that, implying that all of those things under the big lie umbrella are domestic terrorist threats. Now, that is putting a target on the backs of everybody involved in all of those things. I had the exact same comments. Let me tell you, I was... Uh, this is going to go into the Texas story, which I want to cover next. The Democrat state legislators in Texas. I got a lot to say about that, too. That's you do? Crazy, yeah. You do? Okay, so then let me save that. But I'll just tell you this little point is I was talking to a gal out of a great podcaster out of Texas. It's called Truth or Talk, Versteen. And uh, she's a young black woman. And she was saying how she thinks that that was relevant because of a different story that I had. She was saying she thought that they were deliberately trying to get us to actually kill each other. And I thought that was a little bit of an exaggeration, but she's in Texas. And then I was reading this thing about the Texas legislators, and it said that the Democrats are expecting a rough time in 2022 because the Republicans are going to redraw voting maps that could cement their majorities. Now, that is the kind of thing that you're kind of drawing battle lines. And what's going on in Texas, which we are going to cover, made me think of that. Then when I heard this talk about the big lie coming out of Biden, I was like, I don't know if people realize that was what Hitler said. Like that was Hitler's story. The big lie was used to turn non-Jewish Germans against Jews. And and look where that led. I mean, that was a total destruction of that society. And he's using Hitlerian tactics. You could not to derail, but you could say strike teams are somewhat Hitlerian tactics as well (laughs) in the vaccine. We got to get to that, too. Yes. So he then offers a solution to this to stop this attack on democracy, what he calls an attack on democracy. And he says that solution, one of the solutions is to pass the For the People Act, which basically federalizes the election, as well as a John Lewis Voting Rights Act. So he's presenting this to the public, hoping the activists will put pressure on their congressmen, their senators. But then he said legislation is not the only tool in this fight. He said the U.S. Department of Justice is going to be using its authorities to challenge the state voting laws that are undermining voting rights, this this onslaught of voting law. So he's going to use the Department of Justice to dismantle what he calls racial, racially discriminative laws. There is so much to what's going on there in Texas that folds in with this story and other stories that we've been covering. I mean, I really want to launch into that if you're ready. And I want to tell you one just one last thing about Biden's speech that I observed. This is what he said. He said one of the things in his speech, this is just a line from the speech. In America, if you lose, you accept the results. You follow the Constitution. You try again. You don't call facts fake and then try to bring down the American experiment just because you're unhappy. Okay. Yeah. Then. So now I look at what's happening out of Texas and this. So this is the headline from the AP. It's called the explainer. Why are Texas Democrats camped out in Washington? So what is happening in so that these are Texas state legislators. They are. They are in the state legislature. They are supposed to be there to provide a quorum so they can vote on the Texas voting laws. They bugged out. And there's a hilarious picture of them in a private a charter plane. No masks, obviously. All smiles. It looks like they're going on spring break. Taking, that's real, what I thought. I had the same thought. They're going totally. on spring break. 
It's crazy. Yeah. So they all jetted to D.C. These are state legislators. So they're not like the D.C. like hangout people. So they're there and their purpose is what their stated goal is to get Congress to pass. I think it's H.R. 1. I think it's the voting it is. for the People Act, not the John, not necessarily John Lewis thing. And what they're saying is basically by any means necessary. We don't care if they need to t- change the procedure. And the way it was the way they said it on Fox Headlines was they want the possibility of a filibuster suspended just for this law. And that that reminds me of it was something in Texas, some like organization, maybe it was a religious organization. My friend was telling me about it and she was laughing. She's like, these the 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 rule of the organization is that the mom and the dad or the husband and the wife both get a vote on everything. But the husband is the tiebreaker. So if you think about that for just a second, that just means the husband always gets his way no matter what. <laughs> so I looked at the fill and it took me a long time. I was just like, what? What? And she was like, don't you get it? Like your vote never counts unless it's the same as his. So but in this case, I'm like, OK, so they only want to suspend the filibuster when the filibuster is a threat to them actually passing it. Right. So they're, they, if they suspend it for this, they're going to suspend it for the next one because everything is so damn important. But I, I didn't think it was funny because Biden says, like, you have to follow the Constitution. You don't uphold the uh, upend the, the rules just because you are unhappy. Meanwhile, that has been the <laughs> signature of the Democrats for years now. We've been laughing about it for years. And I also just a few more things about the Texas stuff and then uh, you can take it away. It, it, this was funny because this is the AP article. That's where it's, they're laying it out. So like, of course, you're going to click on the thing. It's like everything you need to know about whatever. So in it, there's a, a hot link, like a little blue pulsating, like, you know, words sweeping new voting restrictions. So the article is telling you about these Texas sweeping new voting restrictions and you can click through. So I clicked through to the other AP article to which that referred and it said it was like blah, blah, blah. And it said sweeping new voting restrictions. But that was hot linked. So it didn't explain it in that article. You had to go to another article. So I clicked on it and it brought me back to the first article. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. And it did say there were a few details about it. It says that Texas bills would outlaw 24 hour polling places. That's totally reasonable. Banning ballot drop boxes used to deposit mail ballots. Uh, I don't you know, I don't know if I care about that. I mean, can you drop them at polling places? Where do you take them? The post office? Aren't there post office in literally every single zip code? I think that's okay. And empowering partisan poll watchers. So Aren't partisan I mean, poll watchers? Yeah, don't you want like it like in 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 uh, Georgia's case, if only Democrats were you know, people who said they were nonpartisan, which in California, a lot of people, a lot of these politicians don't even put an R or a D next to their names. They claim they're nonpartisan, but what they really are is this like basically communist uniparty. Like nobody would ever put an R, so nobody ever puts a D and you're just done. So I think there should be as many poll. I think there should be 350 million poll watchers on every single election, you know, just to have a, a live stream 
It says that, oh, and here's a perfect example. The measures are part of the GOP's rush to enact new voting restrictions in response to former President Donald Trump's false claims that the 2020 election was stolen. More than a dozen this year have already passed tougher election laws. See, voting restrictions, these are process restrictions. It's not like, well, if you have a traffic ticket, you can't vote. Or if you're a female, you can't vote like that. They're not. It's not about voting rights. It's all about the process. And if the Democrats were serious about just wanting to make sure that every single individual was enfranchised, then a an uh, uh, an achievable voter ID law or just some way to verify there is one vote per legitimate voter I'll take any, any, any way or every way to do that. It's just, it's disingenuous to say that you have to be qualified to vote and then not have to demonstrate that qualification. Oh, of course. It's the most obvious thing in the world. And I think nine out of 10 people that you ask about that would, would agree, but that doesn't matter. They don't actually look at what the public wants. They're just trying to ram these things down people's throats. And it really shows you that. It's another illustration of how we get what we want in America today, in the modern world. We no longer pass legislation by presenting ideas backed by evidence, having a healthy debate, refining the idea together, and then presenting the refined idea that best serves everyone. That's that's an outdated model. What we do now, the primary way to get what you want in America is to mobilize a bunch of your friends and then throw a collective tantrum on the lawn of your enemy. <laughs> that's essentially what we do in America right now. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I, we see it at the legislative level with these people who are supposed to be elected lawmakers who are representing the people and wise, but we see it in colleges. We see it in businesses. We're probably going to start seeing kids organize their friends when they don't get the Christmas present they want, demanding toy justice throwing down on their parents' lawn. It's absurd. It's protest nation. We are living in protest nation, and I don't like it. But what it what it really is is terrorist threat nation. It's like exactly the, what it is. Yes, the, the vaccine stuff too. Like that is they're they're leveling up on the vaccine intensity propaganda. I'm going to talk about that in the last big story of the free thirty, but. Yeah, and it's clear with these voting laws, they just want what they want. They don't want justice or they could get the answer. So like in a recent show we had with Garland where there was a troll in the audience and he started throwing stuff at Garland about like, well, why do you reject this? And why do you just like, oh, I don't reject that. That's a great idea. We should have that. Like if you <laughs> want to do paper ballots, that would be awesome. Thanks. Why don't you join the team? Here's my number. We need volunteers, you know, and the guy's head exploded like three, you know, three times into that. But it was because Garland just wants the right answer. And that and that's how, you know, these people do not want the, the right answer. But there was another little detail in this Texas story that goes to my that what I one of the stories I brought yesterday that I think is very revealing this this is a quote from the article I was reading this is actually a quote from Governor Abbott as soon as they come back in the state of Texas he's talking about the Democrat legislators from the state house they will be arrested they will be cabined inside the Texas Capitol until they get their job done Abbott said that's exactly what they want to happen. If he if he actually did that, then they could play the victim. They could play the persecuted person, and then they could raise money on GoFundMe. They would be heroes of the left. They want that to happen. And I've got two other points about that. First of all, I never, ever heard anyone say cabined. What does that mean? <laughs> Is that a verb? Is that a verb? Like if I go to my Oxford English Dictionary... 
Is there a verb calls cabin? Because it will say Governor Abbott in 2021 invented the use of this term. Racist verb invented by Governor Abbott. Absolutely. (laughs) Texas House Rep Martinez Fisher speaking in the airport parking lot, blasted the governor for likening the group, which includes many black and Latino lawmakers, although that picture did not, it didn't look like that to me, but anyway, to quote animal or property, to say he will corral us or cabin us in the Capitol to get this agenda. So it's like, first of all, I don't know if he said corral and cabin doesn't mean anything. So you guys cooked that up, him and Abbott cooked it up. But what I was saying yesterday was about like the Capitol Police going everywhere about the that this is that Merrick Garland was going to start. This is what I said yesterday, a task force to protect state politicians to understand state politicians. So that's what this is. And if this guy and I and I said, why are they building a wall around the Capitol building in D.C.? It's not just to protect, quote, them from us. It's to keep them from us or maybe even to keep them from getting out. All of this stuff really points to a kind of bigger coup thing. And I guess since we're kind of on the topic, uh, I might mention that Dianne Feinstein was that her office had sunrise movement, climate change activists camped outside. I want to talk about more about that in the patient 15, but that's just another uh, vector pointing to this idea of state level politicians needing federal protection. Yeah, and you're right when you said those are terrorist tactics. That's exactly what they are. Yet, on the other end of it, we have Biden doing this speech targeting, quote, domestic terrorism, which he classifies as anybody who just disagrees with the election outcome. And speaking of that, Stacey Abrams got nominated for an Emmy yesterday. And here's what what she got nominated for. She appeared in a one-minute voiceover role on... The ABC show called Blackish. And I watched it. I watched the one minute. And it's a cartoon of the main character clicking on some Zoom call, talking to Stacey Abrams because he's thinking about running for office. And what she does is she just delivers her standard, stereotypical, the same exact thing she always says about voting rights. The exact same thing. Nothing different except one little joke that's tagged on at the end. I can't even remember what it is. But it has nothing to do with the performance. She she got nominated for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance when all she did was insert her talking point about voting laws. I was going to say, like, you're not really an actor if you're just playing who you are. And unless it was, like, truly hilarious, it wasn't even appropriate for that show. I absolutely want to hear. Somebody had tweeted this to me a couple of days ago, and it just didn't click how important it was, but I really want to hear what you discovered or what came to your attention about the ballots in Fulton. But I think we have to wait for the patron 15 for that. Yeah, I will tell you about those in the patron 15. For our last story of the Free 30, we're going to talk about whether or not pro-vaccine Democrats are planning to censor your text messages. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about what we're going to talk about in the Patreon 15, which is why federal regulators have given Amazon permission to watch you sleep. 
And as Monica said, why those climate activists are camping outside of Diane Feinstein's office. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor of today's show, True Hemp Science. TrueHempScience.com. They are your CBD experts. What makes them great is, and what makes them different, is that they create handcrafted quality, full-spectrum CBD products by sourcing the highest-grade hemp from around the world. These guys are truly experts. My favorite is their Acapulco Gold Lotion with 550 milligrams of hemp extract. It smells good. It feels great. I've told you before, my friend steals it from me. They have awesome t-shirts, too. Every time I wear their t-shirts, somebody somewhere goes, hey, cool shirt, man, and strikes up a conversation. So, it's a good way to find like-minded people. But these guys are truly knowledgeable, friendly, and they will answer any questions you have. So, check out their website. Go to truehempscience.com slash prop report. Prop code will get you a discount. Support us by supporting our sponsors. Monica, I know that you have worked with them quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I love it. You would not believe the variety of natural products they have and how well they can tailor them to your interests. And they just people use this these products for um, anti-inflammatory effect, anti-anxiety effect, relaxation. It is not a mind-altering substance. I really am too hyperproductive for that, but being hyperproductive sometimes <laughs> after dinner, it's like very hard for me to just slow down. And I find that the right uh, CBD can be a nice way to transition into uh, shedding the worries of the day. But I actually talked to Chris at Trueham Science personally, and he will do that for anyone. So you can go to the website and set up an appointment with him and he will just walk you through it. TrueMScience.com slash prop report. Check him out. And also, if you haven't yet, check us out on the new video platform, Rockfin. That's Rockfin.com slash propaganda report, where you can get exclusive video analysis of the globalists themselves plotting to dominate the world. I'm not kidding. I find these videos that hardly anybody has seen of the powers that be laying their plans, and Monica and I deconstruct them and show you how these plans are playing out in the real world. You will often see the talking points rolled out after we deconstruct these videos, kind of like this strike team stuff going door to door stuff to get more people vaccinated. The th- a global think tank called the CSIS rolled this out over a month ago. We deconstructed it. And now we're seeing it all play out in the news. So I would I would say that not one show, Rockfin show that you've brought. Maybe since the beginning, but definitely the past year has not marked the launching of a new intense culture targeting uh, propaganda campaign from the top. I mean, not one. It blows my mind when I see it play out so exactly in the news after we watched it. How effective the propaganda is. I mean, forewarned is forearmed. It really is. So join Rockfin. That's it's nine 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 a month. What you get with your subscription is those hours a month of our analysis of the powers that be. And when you sign up, you get content from not just us, but all Rockfin content from all Rockfin creators, premium content. And there's a lot of great creators on there. Sam Tripoli, Jimmy Dore, Scott Adams, Whitney Webb, Jason Burmis. I would say if you spend any time just like YouTube, just switch to Rockfin. Yeah, because they do not censor on Rockfin like they do on YouTube. So there's just so much material. Really, a lot of great stuff, too, that you're not going to find on YouTube. Rockfin.com slash Propaganda Report. Click, click subscribe. Make sure you do it through one of our videos on our page. With that said, now on to the final story of the Free 30. So, I have to hat tip Byron on both of these. He he sends me emails. I don't think he uses social media, so I always get to, like, you, you know, I'm not scooping anybody. I always get to get these. Uh, he's like, he's a private researcher. So... 
he sent me two articles. I think they were both from yesterday. One was, it's uh, this is the the headline from I think it's the Daily Mail. Biden allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee, are planning to engage fact checkers aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. Wow. I know. I mean, if you thought like it took me a while to realize that there's no expectation of privacy in email, especially email that is that is branded by Google or Yahoo. If it says at Gmail or if it says at Yahoo, you have no expectation of privacy. But now to know and you always thought like, oh, they got his texts because he had a DWI or because he was like trading in secrets. But no, they are they are asserting their right to access your texts without anything but the desire to censor and monitor your information. So I wonder if they're going to be sending like those notifications, warning, warning labels like we see on Twitter and stuff, warning you about the potential disinformation and get trying to give context. And if we reply to those, because the the urge might be to reply with some sarcastic thing to it, but that could get logged into something. And if you try to delete it later, as we found out with a story earlier this week, that could very well be used against you in court. And that line of thinking will completely chill you and anybody else from communicating with people about the vax. So I wanted to text somebody about ivermectin. So I actually put in the show notes right now this video by Pierre Corey. It's really compelling. And this was consistent with something I'd heard that ivermectin, both prophylactically and for long haul, so it can prevent COVID completely. And it helps with long term, long haul COVID, which is real. I don't know what COVID is, but it definitely will F you up. So he was citing a study that I had seen, but because I'm not a doctor, I, if it's not absolutely crystal clear to me, I don't usually repeat it. But he was saying that ivermectin in a I think it was an, an Argentinian study, 800 people took it, healthcare workers and none got sick. 400 being observed did not take it. And 58 percent of them got sick. So that is so if you have a therapeutic like that or prophylactic like that, you, you that an emergency use authorization use authorization for a vaccine should not be allowed. Now, instead, ivermectin is not allowed for that use in this country. I think it is in Canada. It is in India, but we're not allowed to use it. So I highly recommend you look at that video. But my point is that I was going to email somebody about the ivermectin. I text somebody about the ivermectin. I thought, you know, I don't know if she wants me to identify her. Like, I just had a a bad feeling about it before I even read this. I didn't want to text because in the back of my mind, I'm like, who's reading that stuff? Now we know they are. They certainly assert their right. But there were two other things that reminded me of you and the foresight you gave us into some of the propaganda and um, coercion tactics. techniques. Administration scientists have taken pains to stress efforts to, quote, meet 
people where they are and get behind state level efforts that use lotteries and other lures from vaccinations. Some recent efforts show the imprints of a team accustomed to political battle, such as in the 2020 race against Biden. And finally, an senior administration official said that and this I've noticed I've been talking about this actually ad nauseum and I and now that I'm totally validated I don't have to talk about it again it says we are under no illusions that each person in this stage will take longer to reach the first 180 million were much easier than the next 5 million wow so the tactics are going to get more aggressive as we are seeing and I and that is this phase two thing. But there was another thing that Byron sent me, which was pretty funny. And it was kind of like clicking on that hot link to the voting laws and then finding another hot link and clicking on it and getting back to the original article. This is like that. This is this crazy story of a person, Kat Sadler. Have you ever heard of former E! News host Kat Sadler? She's 46. I have not. Yeah, it looks very actory, her picture of having COVID. She she reveals that she is sick with COVID despite being fully vaccinated. And she warns about the relentless Delta variant from her sickbed in L.A. She lives, she said she contracted COVID-19 despite wearing a mask while caring for an unvaccinated person who had become ill. Now, I just, I just want to explain to you what the logical flaw in this article was so the upshot of the article obviously please get vaccinated okay here's the problem she wasn't vaccinated and she got covid so somebody taking care of her might also get it and then will that person be able to say i was taking care of this unvac you know Vaccinated people are get you know what I mean? Like there's it's yeah. just so so circular. It doesn't make any sense. Head. Yeah. Right. She's gonna she she is a vaccinated person. And not to mention, which I have mentioned before, I got it. I got COVID or whatever the hell it is, only after being in close proximity with one person and that person had just been vaccinated and had felt unwell from the vaccination. Unless and and this is gonna be the argument, the ultimate argument would be well, if everyone on the planet was vaccinated, then she wouldn't have gotten sick. Okay. And she wouldn't be exposing it to other people. That's totally wrong on two levels, but I, I completely agree. And, and that's, that's what definitely claim, yeah. what they want you to think. But it's wrong because, one, they're saying that the vaccinations themselves is what causes like the super strains to develop. It's kind of like when they tell you, take the antibiotics to the end of the bottle. Because if you don't, just exposing that bacteria to a little bit of the antibiotic will kill only the bacteria that's sensitive to that antibiotic. And what will be remained is stuff that's super bacteria that cannot be killed by that band. Then you have to have a different antibiotic. Like that's that's an absolute established fact. And that's what they're I've read numerous articles suggesting. I think that's what they mean by the Delta variant can be accentuated by a lot of vaccinated people. And the other thing is, I read the trials from Pfizer and Moderna, the trials that got them emergency youth authorization, use authorization. And they do not. They say expressly this doesn't prevent people from getting it or spreading it. It only prevents people from getting it to the point where they're going to die. It prevents the death rate. It lowers the death rate. True or not, I don't know, because in the 80,000 people of the control and the experimental group, only one person died of COVID. So I don't know how they're doing that math. But 
none of it makes sense. And I just thought it was funny because it's like, okay, whoever's taking care of you who is vaccinated and wearing a mask is at equal risk of getting sick from you as you were getting sick from that other person. Like, so shut up. (laughs) You know, this propaganda isn't just demonizing people at like a easy level. It's really putting targets on the backs of certain groups of people in a very indirect. People don't realize this is this group is bad and they're going to kill you. This group is bad and they're going to kill you. Talking about people challenge the election. People don't have vaccinations. They are really amping up this hate for these two groups of people. Absolutely. It's really disturbing. And what they had to do first was prime everybody, prime everybody with all this uh, being addicted to social media, being so receptive. I don't know what it is about these screens that just makes your your brain just open up and hypnotizes you. Oh, you Are you get like a trance state when oh. you're looking at these screens. Oh, we got a comment on the legal man interview we did from, um, I'm not going to say who we got it from, somebody I respect a lot. I'll give him a shout out another time because I don't, you know, like to re- reveal private things. But he said, uh, it sounds like legal man doesn't realize how important a factor hypnotism is, especially with television. And then this guy proceeded to email me uh, many book recommendations, some of which were outrageously expensive, but I may still get them about how effective that tool is and and just the backstory of it and how early on they were using that. But yeah, and then it reminded me of the Delling poll conversation he had with Miles Lee. I'm just pulling these names out. They're true names, but I'm not sure I know who. Miles Lee is an English artist who's dying of cancer, may have died of cancer. But they were talking about a CIA guy they knew who would never talk about his work. The only thing he would say is never watch television. Wow. Right? It is definitely hypnotic. I mean, you can feel it. Like you can, everybody yeah. has been looking at the screen. You just feel like oh, I gotta yeah. break away from the screen yeah. for a minute. Podcast, like, not so much. Just but stuck I think to it. The video stuff. Yeah. You know, I just feel like what the kids are seeing. I was kidding about the podcast. Like I. No, of course. I don't. I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't think they are. But I wasn't trying to incept the thought in your mind. Podcasts are safe. I really have no idea. <laughs> but. Uh, but I just I know the social media stuff. I mean, TikTok is probably is probably a very very carefully researched method of oh, delivery. God. Yeah, yeah. TikTok is is there, there's something going on with TikTok. I mean, it sure. could be like young girls dressing sexy, and then just like your brain opens some like thing, you know, some chemical that then it just will absorb messages. Where how about your song yesterday? You know, oh yeah, drop back that vax yeah. up. Yeah, and oh, how about RC the rapper? RC the rapper and that great song, "Just Say No" to the vax. He also has a song, "The Virus," and it's good. He's a Canadian. Well, he's probably going to get canceled pretty soon then if he's not careful. Well, just try to Google him. You would think he doesn't even exist. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps it up for today. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content I told you about, go to rockfin.com slash propaganda report. You can also go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and find some extra content we have there as well. We will talk to you all tomorrow or in the Patreon 15. Have a fantastic rest of your day.